Hey there, welcome to the Love and Loss podcast, helping you recover emotionally, physically, and spiritually from miscarriage. I'm your host, Sherry Johnson. I am so glad that you decided to join me. Today, I have something really important to talk to you about. At least it's something that I feel really strongly about. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I see a lot of social media posts out there with the words, Please stop asking women when they're having children. A lot of them. You usually see a picture of a woman holding one of those letter boards or a chalkboard, and she has usually a very sad face or an angry face, and she's asking the world to stop asking that question. So a few years ago, I would have said amen to that. I would have felt a connection with the woman who posted it, And for a moment, there might be some sort of common understanding between us and maybe even some of the other women who commented on the post. But I want to tell you something. The next time I was asked the question, because there's always someone who will ask that question, I was right back to where I started, feeling irritated and uncomfortable and angry at the person who asked. So even though I had that moment of connection with the woman who posted the the post, a moment of feeling better over the post, nothing had really changed. I was still in the same position as I was prior to it. And there will always be another question. Every woman who's ever had a miscarriage or who's struggling to have a baby could post on social media questions not to ask women but they will still get asked. So here's the important thing that you need to know. When we get upset at other people for asking a question, we give our power to them. Think about that for a moment. Let me say it again in another way. When you leave it up to the world to stop upsetting you, you are giving your power to them. It's pretty profound, actually, when you start to think about that. It's not up to the world to stop upsetting you because there will always be someone who hasn't seen that post on Instagram. There will always be someone who is looking for a moment of connection with the person who's in front of them. And the easiest way to do that is to talk about kids. They're a massive part of our lives. And and it's easy. It's an easy way to connect. If they were in front of somebody else, who answered that question in a completely different way, who just, you know, wasn't ready yet or had no issues with that question, they'd have a completely different response and, and they'd be able to carry on a conversation. Um, so we, we need to start taking more control over our power to, to manage our own responses and to manage how we feel. What if I told you that it was within your power completely to change how you feel about these questions, that you don't have to be upset by them at all. Imagine if you could be in front of that person and that question could just bounce right off of you without you even flinching. Wouldn't you want to change how you feel if that's where you could get to? And if you knew that you could get there. I can tell you now that you can get there. It took me a while before I figured out how to get all the questions to stop triggering me. Because by the way, that's what they're doing. They're triggering you. 
So it took me a while to figure it out, but I did. And I no longer am triggered by those questions. I, I don't get triggered by any of the questions. Now I get more questions around, do you have kids? Not when are you having kids? Um, because I'm over 40. But, um, but they still used to bring up the same, the same kind of emotion. They're bringing up pain is really what it's what they're doing they're bringing up pain that is sitting inside of you that you haven't processed yet it could be grief but in many cases it's actually something else and once you figure out what it is you'll be able to respond to the questions with ease and with grace so the first thing you need to do is figure out what exactly is being triggered by the question so here's how i like to do it I find that getting quiet is such a great way to figure things out. Usually the answer comes to you. Usually your intuition starts to talk to you when you're quiet. So what I would invite, invite you to do is to settle into a quiet space. You don't have to do this now, but, um, uh, but this is what I would suggest that you do at some point. It's gotta be a place where you feel safe and where you won't be disturbed. So make sure you've got your partner, your husband out of the room, any dogs or pets, any other family members who might be around. Um, make sure you won't be disturbed and get comfortable. You might get into a meditative position. That's what I like to do. Or you can just sit in a chair or lay on your bed whatever is comfortable for you and will help you to relax. And then you're gonna relax, um, take a few deep breaths, um, do a body scan. So just kind of, you know, go from, from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet and just notice any areas that are tense and allow the, the tension to flow out of those areas. And then once you're in a place where you're feeling peaceful and relaxed, this is when you go back to an instance where someone asked you a question that made you uncomfortable or made you angry or you felt it was insensitive. And allow yourself to really sink into the feeling. And I want you to try to focus on the emotion itself, not the person who asked the question. So for a moment, Think of the person as a messenger, a person who was sent to show you where you need to heal. So they weren't sent to upset you, they were sent to show you where you need to heal. And then let the feeling surface. Can you identify it? It might be sadness and pain, it could be anger, but again, don't mistake it as anger at the person could be anger at your body or a part of your body for not doing what it's supposed to do. It could be anger at God. I've seen lots of that out there. My own clients with, uh, on posts on social media. Or it might be shame. So this is the one that I felt and I want to explain because I think it's more common than women realize. So when you first hear me say that, you might say, oh no, I don't feel any shame. This is a normal process. Um, you know, infertility is common, miscarriages are common. This is normal, I don't feel any shame. I felt that way too, 
until I kind of dug into this exact question and the feeling that was behind my anger whenever I got asked a question about children. And when I dug into that, I found that I felt a little bit embarrassed to say that I had three miscarriages and that my body wouldn't do what it was supposed to do. I felt less than the woman in front of me who asked the question, because usually it was a woman and she usually had a couple of kids bopping around already. And sometimes it made me feel like I, I wasn't enough. I wasn't an adult woman because I hadn't experienced pregnancy yet, or at least a full pregnancy. I, I hadn't experienced motherhood in this world. I didn't feel like a whole woman. So I didn't feel like enough. I didn't feel like I measured up to those, those other women. And once I uncovered that feeling, that shame, I could begin to process it. I could let it go and I could truly begin to heal. So if that's something that you're feeling, this is something that you need to do because it's going to help you to be able to answer the question, questions about kids. So now the next time someone asked me a question about kids, and now when I'm asked questions about kids, I feel less comfortable, less uncomfortable. I'm able to just come right out and say that I had three miscarriages and I couldn't seem to get pregnant again. And when I could set aside how the person in front of me might feel about my situation, I could just be open and honest. I had to set aside how I might make the other person feel awkward and just answer with ease and grace. Just give them an honest and open answer. And that I found and I noticed after a while that triggered a more sincere and thoughtful response from the person in front of me. So back to the question, what do you do when someone asks you when you're having kids? Give them an honest and open answer. Once you've uncovered and processed the pain behind the reaction, you usually, you usually can answer the question much easier. And it will be an answer that suits the situation that you're in at the moment. So even if you don't feel like talking about it at the time, you can tell them that as well. It doesn't have to be awkward and uncomfortable. You can just tell them honestly, I had a miscarriage or I'm having, we're having trouble getting pregnant, but I don't really want to talk about it. It's not really the place, you know, if you're at a party or a family gathering or even if you just don't feel like talking about it, you can still just be honest and tell them what's happened and, and move on. So let me recap. In order to be comfortable and, and not be triggered by the question, when are you having kids? You need to first uncover the emotion that's behind the trigger. Why does it make you angry? Why does it make you lash back and, and you know, believe the person is being insensitive? Um, why does it trigger anger? So you need to uncover that emotion first, and then you can be open and honest. It's going to bring on a much more easy response from you. 
So if you'd really like to begin the healing process on this specific topic, I would encourage you to hop on my Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group just for women who have had a miscarriage or are experiencing infertility. And it's there that I'll be doing a lot more work on a lot more. I'll be giving you a lot more tips and, and tricks for helping you get comfortable talking about your specific scenario and getting through some of those triggers. So I go live on Thursday afternoons um, and I'll be talking over the next couple of weeks about this exact thing, talking about getting comfortable talking about your miscarriage. So I'll post the link to my private Facebook group in the show notes and I would encourage you to hop on over there. Otherwise, that's it for today. I'll be back next week with another episode and I look forward to talking to you then.